chaos is everywhere. Uh, I had to really quickly turn off my Bluetooth because I have a new pair of Bluetooth headphones, so I couldn't hear you at first. Yeah, well, well poop on you. That's what I got to say about that. Uh, you sound excited. So, hey, everybody, welcome to Chaos of Inside. I'm your host, Jonathan Gilchrist. That guy over there being a little bit of a sourpuss today, Mr. Our Device. Yeah, yeah, get it, get it. Whatever. And uh, today we're going to be talking about some wrestling. Lots of stuff happening. Um, really big news out of Reign of Honor's final battle. Like, we'll have to see what happens with it. But yeah, last, a lot of weird surprises. Um, but yeah, let's see. Like, that's the first thing that's popping into my head as far as stuff outside of the big two. Did you want to start there? Did you have anything from like New Japan that we should be checking out as well? Um, I mean, there's other stuff, yeah, but we can start with Ring of Honor. All right. Well, so the two biggest things that I saw was that um, Braun Strowman, who's going by his real name, which I don't know, uh, showed up. I don't exactly... I didn't uh, exactly Adam Shear. What What's it? Adam what? Adam, Sh- Adam Shear. Oh, okay. I think he should change his name legally to Braun Strowman and then sue or be like Ultimate Warrior did. Like that's, that's the move you make right there. So I didn't actually see what he did. I just saw that he showed up. Um, do you know cool. more about like who he was interacting with? Um, see here. I'm I'm trying to look right now. Okay. Well, while you do that, the other thing that happened I can talk about because I did see that. I saw more of the clip basically. Um, FTR showed up, and they started. Um, basically fighting with the Briscoe brothers, which awesome. I, yeah, I'm a really big fan of it from like a I want to see this match point of view. I'm just really worried about the Briscoe brothers on a main like stream platform like AEW. I don't know if I mean I'm gonna let AEW has got enough rope with me that they could pretty much do anything. If if next week they brought in David Arquette and made him the world champion, I would be like, you know what? Let's hear them out. It didn't work the last time, but Tony Khan seems to have a better grip on things. Yeah, so, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they definitely have enough um, rope that I'm not going to complain oh. about it. I'm just going to hopefully enjoy the match. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, uh, I don't see anything in here about it, which is odd. Yeah. Yeah, well. He definitely showed up. Um, I don't know what that means for the future because, like, ROH is kind of shuddering after final battle for a while. Um, so we'll have to see what happens. Um, but yeah, so that's the two big things out of final. Um, yeah, it's final battle, right? Uh, let's see. Oh. Uh, I mean, Jonathan Gresham beat Jay Lethal to win the vacant ROH World Championship. Okay. Their main title, so that's kind of a big deal. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, especially because you don't want to have Jay Lethal, who's now officially an AEW guy, be your world champion, even if you're not going to be doing 
yeah. stuff all the time with ROH. So, word. Um. Oh, the other thing. This was just mentioned on um on uh on Dynamite that uh, we missed was that FTR defended the titles in Mexico. Yeah. So. I, that's the one thing I, I want to look up and see if I can find that match because that would be interesting to watch. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah. I don't feel like I feel like it's one of our AEW markdom like things that make us every time that we talk about AAA. It's pretty much because something with AEW happened with AAA doesn't usually go the other way where I'm like, oh my god, AAA, this is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, except, you're not wrong. Except for that Marvel match, of course. That was awesome. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, man, this is... Didn't the, didn't the pay-per-view already happen? Yeah, it definitely did, because they already talked yeah. about it. Why am I was seeing I... clips of it, so it must have happened. Yeah, no, it did. Hmm. I'm, I just I don't see any I'm, I don't know why there's no news on it. Yeah, that's weird. We'll have to. Well, I guess we'll just have to keep our eyes on it and see if anything like like if more stuff becomes available by the time we do this again, we'll circle back to it. If anything else like sticks out that we should have talked about. Oh wait, here we are. Triple Mania. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's just. Yeah, man, it's giving me issues. Huh. All right, that's fine. Um, so let's see. After ROH, Results. I don't really have any other big. Uh, go ahead. Maybe this will do it. <laughs> um, while he's looking at that, I will say interesting side note. That this is we're moving to be a little bit just because it's a side note I want to make sure I mentioned. Apparently, this last week's SmackDown was the first SmackDown in quite a while that had no Roman Reigns, which is interesting because I don't know. I didn't watch the show because we no. don't put ourselves through that. I'm just curious how well they could hold up without Roman Reigns as like the best thing that was going on the show. Eh. I'm sure it wasn't that great. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see anything that, like stuck out like, oh my god, it was actually a really great show. It was more like, a, oh, Roman wasn't here, and SmackDown still happened. So here we are. Okay, so let's see here. Okay, so yeah, so obviously, like we already know, um, FTR beat the Lucha Bros in that in that tag team ladder match. Yeah, that's that had to have been probably amazing. Um, Which is the only thing I want to see, basically. Uh, well, that's your fault because <laughs> I also want to see the main event, which was for the AAA Mega Championship, uh-huh. uh, which was El Hio del, del Vikingo um, picking up the win, kind of like I thought he would, right? Over Samurai del Sol, aka uh, Lucha Lucha Lucha, right? Uh, Jay Lethal, Bobby Fish, and Bandito. Uh, Jay Lethal's been. Like, I know a lot of people are moving around a lot nowadays, but Jay Lethal's been in a lot of places very quickly. Yeah. But yeah, that match had to be... Oh my god, that match had to be fucking out of this world. Yeah. Hopefully we can find it somewhere, because, you know, AAA is a little more tricky than any other uh, wrestling companies, at least for my money. Yeah. But, also, um, 
Taya Valkyrie announced that she was returning to AAA, and she challenged uh, the champion, Diana Perrazzo. Good for her. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah, she didn't want to go back to WB and get fired again. Like, So good for her. Oh, no. Um, let's see, what else have I heard of? I'm just trying to think if there's any other like news that came out that there probably was. You know what I really need to start doing? This is just a production note for myself. I have to start taking notes of stuff as I find it. Because yeah. throughout the two weeks, I find a lot of stuff. And then I just, like, by the time we get here, I'm thinking about the more recent stuff that I've seen. Yeah, just um, open book between us and the fans. Either, either if we're going to do continue to do this, either actually look into wrestling around more than just AEW than what we watch, or just do AEW news. Yeah. Quite honestly, I feel like we look like idiots every other week when we're doing this. Right. Yeah. No, that's probably fair, honestly. Unless unless there's, like, big news, usually I think we'd be good just doing AEW because that's what we care about anyway. So that might be a good idea. Um, In New Japan news, just to keep up with the World Tag League updating – um, mm-hmm. so night 11, uh, we got Goto and Yoshi. Uh, so Hiroki Goto, uh, Yoshiashi, uh, 18 points in the lead of their bracket. Uh, close behind is Tetsuya Naito and, and Sonata of Los Ingobernables de Japón, mm-hmm. uh, uh, with 16 points. And then in the other bracket, we got a tie right now with 16 points. Uh, with Evil and Yujiro, uh, the Tokyo Pimp. Um, <laughs> of course. Technically edging out the other team uh, of Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr., uh, Dangerous Techers. Uh, but they're both tied with 16 points. And then there's actually two other teams uh, that are also like kind of right there with them that are just behind with 14 points. And that's the great Okan and Hanare and uh, Gorilla's Destiny. Tama Tonga, Tamaloa. So you got four the... teams there uh-huh. that are all neck and neck. I love, like, one thing I love about New Japan is just the level of, like, detail that they go into of, like, making the tournament official, if that makes sense. Like, they... It's just the points and the like multiple wins or losses. And it's just, it's amazing that somebody cares that much about the details of the tournaments. New Japan (laughs) is amazing and beautiful. It sucks that it's so difficult for me to watch it because it's so early in the morning. True story. Yeah. Although I have some vacation time coming up over Christmas. Maybe I can watch it while I'm doing that. So that'd be nice. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, no. Despite despite my lack of ability to keep track of it and watch it, I still fucking love New Japan. Yeah. No. Great Ocon is so cool. Maybe one day when the, when we're podcast famous and uh, this becomes an income, we'll be able to use our time to you know keep better track of wrestling, as we all as we both want to do very badly, but it's just you know life happens. I just want to go. I just want to move to Japan and become an English commentator for New Japan. That's my dream. Oh, I lo- it's a it's a fine dream. I just love the idea of like, oh my god, thank God you're here. We've been waiting for Artie Vice to show up to be our English commentator. 
Yeah, right. Like, get the fuck out of here, Kevin Kelly. <laughs> you had your time in the sun, Kevin Kelly. No, or you had your time in the rising sun, Kevin Kelly. It's my turn. Oh, yeah. No, I'm. I'm totally go back to the you. west, where the sun sets. <laughs> I've always meant to be in the east, where it rises. Yep. Um. Yeah. No, I'm completely there with you, buddy. And like I said, we'll see what the future holds. Oh, you want you want to move to Japan and become an English commentator for New Japan? Also, that's also your dream. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> Like not, it wasn't New Japan specific, but I went to college with the specific idea of becoming a wrestling commentator. It didn't last very long, but that was nope. my idea. So, <laughs> yeah. So yes, no, definitely would be a dream. Uh huh. Just the culmination of my life, you know, pursuit, uh, as it were. Anyway, all right. So let's move on to what we actually saw then, because like I said. We'll figure it out going forward. I think what I'm going to try and do, honestly, just to keep everybody updated, I'm going to try and make more of an effort to keep track of stuff and see if I can keep you know keep up with everything. If I can't, we'll just focus on AEW because honestly, that's what we spend a lot of our time doing anyway. Um, yeah. In terms so, of in terms of easily watchable American wrestling, it's right. the only one worth watching. Pretty much, yeah. No, impact's great, but it's hard for but it's hard for me to catch and watch. Yeah. Same with stuff like CZW and stuff like that. Like it's really good, but it's just impossible for me to like keep right. watching, keep in touch with it. And I don't care. Call me a WWE hater all you fucking want. Quite frankly, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I have no desire whatsoever to watch WWE. No. Literally zero. Literally zero desire. They keep trying to bait us in by like showing, hey, look, we're still using Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And I'm like, you're liars. You're gonna you're gonna bury them again, just like you've done five times over. They're just so good they can't stay buried. Yep, basically. Uh, I did I did want to point that out. The Sami Zayn stuff that I've seen with him doing with Brock Lesnar that does look pretty inter- entertaining. But also, I'm just like, I don't want to see him buried. I really don't. I'm. I that's basically what he's him. there for. Like that's what he's there for them to do. Is yeah. he's just being fed? He's just being fed to the popular part timer. Yeah, and Kevin Owens is basically like it seems like they're desperate just to keep him happy because they don't want him jumping ship, or right. they're trying to keep that from happening. Which is a good thing. You shouldn't want him to jump ship. He's really good, and it would be really bad for the competition to let him be Kevin Steen. Um, and by the way, that was his choice. But like, if he went back towards that character, I don't think you're ready to have that character on a big platform talking against you. So yeah. anyway, let's uh, get into the AEW stuff. Um, winter is coming, literally. I actually had the thought of asking or trying to figure out if you wanted to record like after the Dynamite, but that would be really hard because we had to record right after and release yeah, it. Yeah, that'd be but, really difficult to do. So, yeah, as far as we're concerned, even when you're listening to this, it either has happened or is going to happen. Winter is still coming. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, uh. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Like, I've liked the Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. Fuck you and your stupid reverse name. I've liked the uh, stuff with the Dark Order. Um, yeah, he's definitely gone full heel, <laughs> especially when he tried to, you know, 
kill Johnny Hungy for no reason other than he's a man of his word. Yeah. Um, let's see. Was that a question for you still? It was for a little bit, but no. Like really? after, like the, I think the week after we talked last, I was like, oh, nope, he just went full heel. Good for him. So yeah. Speaking of going full heel, Cody also teasing heel turn still. I, like, if it pays off with him turning heel, and I told you this, it's going to be one of the greatest things ever. If he really is going to stick to his guns and he's just teasing it for the sake of teasing it, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's, I don't think it's going to be good overall. Yeah. For him. Um, but I, and I'm very excited to see him versus Sammy Guevara for the TNT title. I think that'll be cool. I think, um, I hope that AEW has decided to do what we said they should do, where Dan Lambert can come back in, but he'll have a wrestling version of American Top Team and an MMA version, and they won't really mix. So, Hopefully. We'll see. But even if that doesn't happen, at least Ethan Page, not Ethan Page, just Scorpio Sky, whoever of those two gets to fight Sammy, I think will be really cool. So Yeah. Honestly, like the way I feel about it is like, AEW, obviously no one's perfect, but AEW does enough good things to where mm-hmm. if they have like one bad thing in a show, I'm right. able to be like, eh, that didn't really hit for me, but the rest of the show is good. So right. I'm, I'm, I'm good. And usually the stuff that doesn't hit, I can say, you know what, that didn't hit for me, but it's not horrible. It's I not can understand why they did it though. Right. It could yeah. hit for somebody else. Yep, so. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, other than that, speaking of tournaments, uh, the, not like the CBS... other company. What'd you say? <laughs> I just said it's not like the other company. Right. Well, they're an entertainment company, as we've said several times. Yeah. It's right there in the they're, room. They're a very, very unentertaining entertainment company. So I just, I'm really curious. Who do you think is going to be the new, uh, the first TBS uh, champion? So, man, honestly, I feel like. My heart, my heart saying Ruby Soho. Yeah. My brain is saying Jade Cargill. Yeah. I yeah. really, really don't want her to be yeah. because I think she has amazing potential and be, could, could be awesome eventually. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's way too early. She's still not really that good in the ring. Right. Yeah, a lot like, of people, like you see it online, a lot of people are really pushing her to be the first champion. I like, don't understand. Is there something wrong with my brain, wrestling-wise? I don't know. Like, like, am I missing something? Because if you are, I'm missing it too. It's not, it's, I'm exactly there with you. It's like, I see all that potential, but to yeah. this point, she hasn't had to wrestle more than five minutes per match. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like her wrestling matches are as long, are taking about as much time as every single WWE women's wrestling match. Right. Like she's doing squash matches and and she's doing them well, but you can't, you can't be a long term champion with a squash match. Given yeah. You have to be able to pull out a match. That's, exactly. Like, uh, man, it's so. It's like for some reason, for some, I, I don't really quite get it, but mm-hmm. for some reason, it feels like people are are like, oh potential means good now and it's like no that's not what that means right. at all it means she has potential to be good eventually but as right. of right now is not that good 
And that's not a bad thing. Like, it's okay. You're right. new. You're new at this. You shouldn't be good. Right. Like, like I don't yeah, no. understand why there's such a negative connotation around her being, around the idea of someone being, like, not great. Yeah. Like, you're new. It's okay. Like, I would even be okay with the idea, because I, honestly, my, I think you're right about Ruby Soho. I would love to see Thunder Rosa, but I think she's going towards the other title. But, yeah, um, I, that's why I'm, I'm like, no, not Thunder Rosa, because that's, that's gonna, that's, that's a, that's a Britt Baker fight right there. Yeah. So definitely not her. But, as far as Jay Cargill goes, like, if she has had just one match at this point that was, like, a really back-and-forth competitive match, I would be better for it. But her longer matches have been, like, multiple people. Um, and, like, her stuff with uh, uh, Red Velvet never really went that long. Like, it, it was better, it was longer, but it wasn't it wasn't the type of match you want for somebody carrying a brand-new title, yeah. I don't think. Um, right, Exactly. But yeah, Ruby Soho's got everything. She's got the name recognition. She's got the experience. Um, she's got the fans behind her. I think she'd be a great first champion, especially yep. since, like I said, Thunder Rosa seems to be out of the picture, at least from a storyline point of view. It makes more sense for her to be going against Brett. So. Right. But, um, yeah. Oh, just a little quick little side tangent. Mm-hmm. Um, and quite honestly, this might bring me a lot of heat. Because people are probably going to misinterpret it, which is fine. I don't care. I'm not popular enough for it to matter. But um, I would like to point out, I, I would like to say to, specifically to WWE fans specifically uh-huh. who try to shit on AEW women's wrestling only having like one match a show. Right. Specifically to the WWE portion fans of that, I would like to point out that each AEW women's wrestling match, even if it, there is only one on a show, mm-hmm. takes as about ba- t- has about as much wrestling time as every WWE women's match for the week. Yeah, yeah. Not to mention, if you want to watch Dark, there's usually like three matches on Dark and Elevation each. Yeah, that are women's but wrestling like, matches. There may be like there may be like four WWE matches that are like women's matches throughout the week. Each one is like two minutes. Yeah. So if AEW is putting on one, that's like 10 minutes. There you yeah. go. Like, I know I, you're preaching to the choir here, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm right there with you. I wouldn't, I don't know how you would compare the two things. It's just not the same thing. Like, yeah. Um, also, just another quick little side tangent. Uh, mm-hmm. That's kind of like a different thing. But did you see that um i think it was actually wasn't it might have been the smackdown that you're talking about uh-huh. but i think it, i think it was the smackdown there the i think it was like last week's smackdown had a grand total of 15 minutes of wrestling yes i did that was one of the things i looked up and saw yeah no that, like holy shit that reminded me cuz yeah that was the one where Sami Zayn was literally in the ring for a good twenty minutes, just twenty minutes. Yeah. yeah, and they would go. Yeah, and it was like a do other stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was like a cock tease for for like real wrestling fans because he like came out at like nine thirty, and you're like, oh, or something like that, or like nine thirty five, and you're like, holy shit, we're gonna get like a twenty minute match between these two guys. Like right. this is gonna be this is gonna be amazing, 
And then, nope. Yeah, no, it reminded me. There's a very, um, there's a very famous incident when WCW was struggling. Well, before it really got bad, but when Kevin Nash was the booker, um, I don't remember the exact reasoning why he did it, but he literally put an hour of Nitro on with absolutely no wrestling, just to show that he could do that. Just because in his, I don't remember who he was trying to prove the point to. But he, was, he was proving the point that nobody cares about wrestling, so he could like do an hour of nothing but not wrestling, and. Um, it's remembered as being a very shitty show because that's a stupid idea for a wrestling show. Indeed um, it is. But yeah, then uh, WWE said, okay, hold my beer. We're going to do 15 minutes out of two hours. Here we go. So Right? Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, wow, man. Yeah, no, I, I did hear that, and I was like, that. first of all, I'm glad I didn't watch that episode, and second of all, I really wish that wasn't true, but clearly it was. If I was... I know we're we're getting on a little bit more of a tangent here, and I do apologize. That's but like this deserves to be shat on. Yeah. Like if I was a fan that went to that event live, I would have demanded my money back. Oh yeah, me too. Like, like I'm sorry, I came here for a wrestling event. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Like the second. like five years within five years world wrestling entertainment is just going to be called worldwide entertainment and there's not going to be any wrestling anymore yeah i I, it's sad that it seems like it could be very well true like you know the south park episode where they're trying to become wrestlers right and it's like the fucking it's it's fucking hilarious episode by the way but but they it's it's like they're doing like the like um like fucking basically like Barry Springer and shit in a ring, right? And then it evolves into like Greek theater where they built an amphitheater. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's basically what it's like. All joking aside, it's basically it basically has become that. Yeah. No, that's yeah. That I I don't know how that happens. I like, and I didn't hear anything like, "Oh, it had to happen because they didn't have these people" or some weird shit about COVID. Nope, it just seemed like that's the show they wanted to put no. on. They they chose to have fifteen minutes of wrestling. I and I I also did read, which I you know you can never know for sure. But I did read that now Nick Khan has replaced Triple H as like the the number two guy, and is expected yeah. to take over the company when Vince dies or sells it, whatever. So, dies. Yeah, dies. <laughs> it's not going to be. E- e- listen, either one of two things is going to happen: either Vince McMahon will die, and then Khan will take over, and then sell the company, or Vince McMahon will just sell the company. Yeah, which honestly, either way, within five years, I am like, like I'm guaranteeing within five years, the WWE is going to be sold to a company. Whether it's fucking Disney, whether it's like NBC, whatever. I highly, right. do, I, I don't think it's going to be an actual TV station. I think it's going to be like, it's probably going to be like a fucking Disney or something. But right. either way, it's going to be sold to something like that within five years. Yeah. Which, you know, as bad as that does like sound from like a wrestling point of view, at this point, I think Disney can't do worse. And they've certainly no. shown that they can put together so. some interesting projects. 
So let's see what Disney can do with wrestling. Let's see what happens. <laughs> oh man, lightsaber battle royal. Uh, like, like maybe they could do do throwbacks where they put wrestling in their parks again because those WCW episodes were really cool when they did the Disney like you know park and they were outside. Those were some yeah. of the best NWO episodes. So I don't know. I don't know. like it's frustrating. I get it. Like, I get some of the stuff. Because, like, WWE is probably never going to have a good pay-per-view ever again. Mm-hmm. And it's it's basically because they don't make any money from it, so they don't give a shit. Right. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, oh, man. That, that thing, like, 15 minutes of wrestling in a two-hour wrestling show just fucking blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. I, I forgot about it, but, yes, that definitely was, like, Really, in 2021, with WCW as your model, you're like, oh, that that's a very bad idea. You're like, no, let's go ahead. We're fine. Maybe if they hadn't fired Eric after one night, maybe he could have been there to say, hey, that's a stupid thing to do, guys. It's just, I don't know. It's just frustrating. Yeah. But... Well, going back into it, because the other thing, the other big news that we should probably talk about a little bit um, is Jeff Hardy. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, like, so I've seen a lot of things that have said, like, he was offered rehab and he rejected it. Yep. But, yeah, I saw that too. I, but I don't know if I've seen anything that, like, confirmed that other than just seems like dirt sheets saying it. So I don't know. I Whatever the reason he was released, um, my guess is, if it was drug related, it's not even like they had hard evidence. It was like a, oh, this seems familiar, and um, just didn't take any chances. You know what I mean? Like that's what like, you're going with. Okay. Yeah. I honestly don't know. Okay. Well, I I'll I'll be more certain about it. Okay. Uh, he was he was definitely like you can say all you want trying to like take his side, which fine, take the wrestler's side over the company. And I just got done shitting on WWE a lot, so yeah, I understand. But I will say, I believe one hundred percent, one million. I would bet my life that this is all true. Mm. I mean, like, yeah, it's it's classic. Like he's had so many, he's had so many chances, right? And it's not like we can even like he's done it plenty of times before. And it and there's like they said the whole reason why they released him is because he didn't accept the help, you know, okay. like they that's why he was there's they they're saying that's why he was released is because he didn't accept the rehab. It's not right. that they, it's not that they just released him either way. Like he, mm-hmm. like they tried to get him into rehab and he was like no no no, and they released him. They're like okay if you're not going to go into rehab. You're, you're gone. And quite mm-hmm. honestly, despite what I literally just got done shitting on them for, you know, good on WWE for this move. I, you know, it's a shame for someone to lose their job, but if if you're going to be putting yourself in this predicament time after time after time, you other people can only do so much to try to help you. Right. And you know what? Again, if I sound like an asshole, I don't give a shit. I mean, that's probably just because you are an asshole. Like, uh, I am. But <laughs> you know what? Whatever. Like, I, it, it's, I, 
it, it's sad when it, it's unfortunate that like speaking the truth, like being truthful like this, and just because it's also hurtful means you're a bad person. But you know what? <laughs> it's the truth. He, he's had so many chances, and right. it gets to the point where you you know if you have so many chances to like get yourself right and you just don't do it eventually that's on you and whatever the circumstances are of you of that it's on you you can't blame anyone but yourself at that point right like you have this company that is notorious for not really helping people out a lot actually trying to help you and you refuse it that's 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 your problem at that point but did speak just a similar thing. I don't know if we've talked about this on here. Did you hear about Moxley's weird situation with WWE? No. So WWE does generally they do really have a good rehab policy. Apparently, and I don't again this could be dirt sheets, but I think it's true. I I saw it a few times. Uh, apparently, WWE is actually the one that's paying for his rehab because they'll pay for any former talent's rehab despite their situation. What? Really? Yeah. I don't, like I said, this is, again, this could be dirt sheets, but a few weeks ago I read, like, Atari is the one that is actually fitting the rehab because they will pay for the rehab for any former wrestler or talent. Because I have a hard time believing that's true. Yeah. But, I mean, if it is, then that's, that you know, good on them. Yeah. That's, such that's a, really I, awesome. I know they have such a weird, like, they do have a policy where they'll help out I've never heard of them actually doing that for something that's under active contract for a major Another company competitor like that. Yeah, although, that, that's really weird. Although I think this is the one of the first situations where this has popped up while there's been legitimate competition. Because back when WCW was a thing, they didn't really do that as much like they would, but not to the same degree they do now after right. like Eddie Guerrero and stuff. Right. Um, so. I don't know. But yeah, that's all that was really weird. Like I like I said, take it with a grain of salt, do more research if you want to know more about it. I wouldn't put it past 30, but it was just kind of like a huh. Okay, all right, whatever, good for them if that's true. So. Yeah. If if it is true, yeah, seriously, like good on them if that's true, you know. Yeah. Like maybe you know, your your content might be shit, but at least you're I guess helping people. Yeah. Um Forgot one other thing I was gonna say. Let's see, Jeff Hardy. Do I lost it? Um, so let's get back. Let's we get back more into AW, and then hopefully it'll come back to me. Whatever I was gonna say. Um, what about CM Punk's heel turn? Heel turn confirmed. <laughs> oh, I love. Well, Did you see all, all the stupid shit like that? That was like all the like thumbnails on YouTube and stuff that are yeah. like all that clickbait shit. My favorite, yeah, there was a lot of stupid. My favorite one was, I think, the correct take. I saw somebody say that, like, um, that Long Island could become MJF's bizarro world, like Canada was for Bret Hart. Like, yeah, yeah, he'll yeah. be booed everywhere else, and that'll be the one place that he gets to cheer and everyone else is booed. Yeah, which, that's fine. That yeah, makes which, sense. But yes, other people saying that Punk has turned heel. No, nope, that's not what happened at all. Nope, that's. <laughs> That's you trying to clickbait and get views, which you know what you have to do sometimes, but doesn't yeah. make it any less scummy. We, as as 
for that, I will go ahead and subtitle this episode of Chaos Inside CM Punk Turns Heel. So that Please we'll do. We need clicks. the clicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I wasn't willing to be scummy. I'm just saying it is scummy. Right, exactly. We're, we're aware <laughs> of what we're doing now, so that makes it okay. Yeah, of um, course. But yeah, yeah no, no I, it's, yeah, like he's obviously it's not a heel turn. Yeah. Fucking idiots. I really do. Fucking people listening to our podcast and clicking on these things. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, like, we, as we go along, we just get more and more bitter. Like, goddamn people, I hate you so much for supporting me and my scumminess. Don't you realize what I'm doing? Um, anyway. Like and subscribe, you motherfuckers. <laughs> but as far as like CM Punk, I really did. I liked the promo. I think it got a little repetitive, which yeah. can happen um, when you yeah. do a non-scripted promo. But I think it still got its point across well. So. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it lasted a little too long. But yeah. but yeah, no, it was it was fine. Yeah. By the way, you agree with Disco Inferno because I read uh, what he said about it. He said almost the exact same thing. What? <laughs> that it was a little long, but it was fine? Yeah, basically. Oh, okay. See, I, I would have assumed that he would have said it was... Like... <laughs> I would have assumed that he would have said it was too long from the very first word. I fucking hate everything about AEW. I hope they all go fuck themselves. I mean, that could have been later. But the part that I seems more in line of what he usually says. Him and but, Cornette usually have the say the same things. Pretty much. Which, if I had to pick one, I'm going to pick Cornette because he was more successful. And yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. So as far as the promo, I really liked it. I love the MJF um, video package that went through before he actually came out to the ring. Right. Um, <laughs> that was amazing. Probably one of my favorite like battle royal. Uh, performances since CM Punk was in the Royal Rumble with all of Nexus. Like, yeah. hiding behind Wardlow and, like, with jumping in every once in a while to throw a kick and then, like, you know, play to the crowd. It was just, it was really well done. Um, what did you, so, like, we both talked about Dante Martin, how we weren't sure about how quickly they did it. But, yeah, what do you think now that Dante Martin's going for the ring? Um, I, I mean, I it doesn't change my opinion. I still think because ultimately MJF's going to win it. Right. And so he'll have the ring for the third year in a row, which whatever. I mean, it's fine. I don't think, I think the ring does more for him and cheating like to win as a heel than it would for anyone else. Yeah. So I yeah, might as well keep it on him. That needs that right now. Like, and he can, exactly. he uses it really well. So yeah, no, exactly. Like it, it fits him perfectly well. So I think it's perfectly fine. Um, but that being said, I do think, I personally think that it's a crying shame that Dante Martin isn't just going to stick with Team Taz for a while. Yeah. Because I, that if there is one, God, he is in desperate need of like some edge and like just some like some help with like mic skills and stuff. Cause he's yeah. so fucking good in the ring. I hope I hope the storyline that comes out of this gets him some of that, like yeah, me too. Jazz and getting to go against MJF sort of like you know bolsters it. But you're right, I think he would have better served by being there for a while. Which um, I guess now is what Hook's position is going to be. So yeah, dude. Well, obviously we'll get to Rampage eventually, but like really quick, I just wanted to say like I do. I was. You know, 
I'm liking it. That that debut, that was good. I liked him in the ring. Yeah. No, I thought the debut was I thought he did really well. I thought the announcement of Dynamite was weird in that, like, Taz, like, said, because he was pissed off about Dante Martin, that he was going to announce something. And it seemed like it was going to involve that in some way, but it was just... Oh, yeah, that was a little odd. That was a little weird, but the actual debut itself worked out well. Yeah. I actually, I thought it was really... I I liked how he just, like, in the beginning... I don't know if they'll do this for like every one of his matches, but I really liked how he had his back turned to his opponent mm-hmm. and like, you just had like the corner cam just like on his, basically just like on his face. And it was just like really close up and yeah. It, it, yeah, it was really good. I liked it a lot. Yeah. And um, did you catch what Taz said? He renamed the Taz mission. No. What did he rename it? Uh, I, I wasn't sure. That's why I was hoping you caught it. I could have sworn. I think I'm wrong. Actually, you know what? Maybe they'll say it right here. One second. I want. I'm going to go to Rampage really quick yeah. because I know what I thought I heard. Yeah, because I heard Excalibur call it by its actual like MMA name. I didn't hear what yeah. Taz called it. I know what I thought I heard Taz say. Because like, I and know- I'm hoping I'm right. Because if he right. did name it this, then instant wrestling slash Hollywood job. Right. Well, I think he also um, renamed the Tazplex because he called that the Camaro, I think, um, which was basically a Tazplex where you captured he captured the did. I did head. hear him right. Yes, let's go. He renamed it Red Rum. Let's go. Oh, that's, oh, that is actually a really good name. That's I awesome. I love it. Because you can't really say murder. <laughs> we called it Red Rum. That's so <laughs> awesome. I'm so happy I heard that right. That is, yeah, that is really good, and I, and again, I and I think that this is something that is a very fine line to walk. I think he's doing a good job already, of like you have to pay homage to your father because you are your father's kid when it comes to being a wrestler. But yeah, you want to make it your own, so renaming it, I think, is a really cool idea. So, um, let's. Oh, so just oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm really happy that I heard that right. Because when I watched it live, I was like, no, there's no way I heard that correctly. He, there's no way he named it that. I mean, it works for me. So. God, I'm uh, so happy. Oh. Oh. Do we, um, I just watched I think Puck Automatic so has the best it. named finisher in, in AEW now. And, yeah, probably. Like, I'm trying to think if there's any others that are like, yeah, but as far as like made in AW, yeah, probably you're right. Red Rum. God. Except for maybe I'm Jeff's armbar, salt of the earth, but other than that. Red um, Rum. So Red Rum. Red Rum. <laughs> I don't usually get into women's wrestling that much because, well, we've covered my opinions. But I am actually very um, interested in what's going on right now in the whole division in AW. What do you think about the Rio Baker match? Like, are you excited? What do you think is going to happen? Um, I think it'll be a good match. Rio usually puts on really good matches. So, mm-hmm. and obviously, so does Britt. So, I think it'll be really good. Um, I don't know. Obviously, I'm not that excited about it only because I, it's the same situation with her and like Ty Connie. Like, I'm like, it'll be a good match and I know it'll be a good match and I'll enjoy it but I'm not really necessarily excited for it because I know what the outcome is going to be. Right. I think part of what like, I try to keep in the back of my head is that I know they haven't done this a lot, but it is a 
card they can play, and because they've shown restraint, it will have a lot of impact. They can do a surprise win. Like they could they can, a... but they're not going to. <laughs> and then it happens you're like, I'm no Stradamus, but no. And I'm just saying like, oh, no, way, way too like on top of the world right now in order to have that happen. Yeah. No, that's especially like, to put it back onto a former champion. Yeah. I, I like I agree with you. I'm just saying like I like the fact that in the back of my head, that's a legit thing. Which has not oh. been a legit thing for me for a long time, because Derby became so formulaic that I, even if they tried to do a swerve, I was like, "Well, they're fucking gonna do the swerve." Um, yeah, I think so- AEW very much like. I, I I say in general, it's something that can always happen, and I and I believe that truly, but I think in this particular case, mm-hmm. there's no way on God's green earth. Yeah. Um, no. Like, it's not something in the back of my mind for this specifically. I yeah. think AEW does a very good job of telling the story that people, like, want. Mm-hmm. Like, if they don't, for some reason, I don't know why, but for some reason, WWE has developed this idea of, like, oh, if it's the story people expect to happen and people want to happen, then that means we can't give it to them. Right. Because we don't want them to think that they know what's going to happen or something, I guess. I don't know. Right. I don't fucking know. They're, they're fucking idiots. But anyways, AEW, on the other hand, does a very good job of, of like, like, yeah, this is what people are expecting to happen and want to happen. Well, that's because it's really fucking good and we're going to give it to them in the best way possible. Right. Which makes a lot more sense. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to... Like, Go there's figure. Just, <laughs> there's just been so much... Um, I, I hear from what I've seen on social media, JR's uh, stuff is going good, but he's still got a long way to go. Yeah. Um, but also, like, they need to, I, I don't, like, before we were complaining, there was too many. Excalibur, I think, needs a break because, like, he was losing his voice by the time he got to Rampage. And, yeah. Um, well, he does every single show. Yeah. Plus Dark. I don't think well, he, does he does every. Yeah, he does Dark Elevation. He does. Dynamite and he does Rampage. Yeah, like he shows up occasionally on Elevation, but yeah, no, he does so much. Just, yeah. I, which is oh, so he does, I, assumed, I assumed he does, I'm assuming, I assumed he did every Elevation. No, he shows up for a match. Um, like the last Elevation I watched, like they were, they were switching back and forth. The main Elevation team is supposed to be Tony and Paul White. But I think oh, what happened okay. was That's right. they, they threw in some matches that were recorded for Dark in elevation, so it was Excalibur doing them. Yeah. So, okay. Either yeah, way, yeah, that dude needs a break. Yeah, so hopefully he's resting his voice while we uh, wait for JR to return as soon as yeah. possible. Um, yeah. Um, so, oh, really quick. Do you yeah. think somebody recorded uh, Hobbs and Wardlow going at it really quick in the in the um, Battle Royal and sent it to Vince McMahon so that he could fap off? <laughs> I don't know if that's what happened, but I could definitely see it because, yeah, that's like his wet dream right there. Um, oh, how are these guys not in here? Because they're already wrestling. Oh, I don't like that. Oh. <laughs> I thought I said hire all big guys. You did. Yeah, but Vince, they're, they're Vince, they have wrestling experience. Oh, oh. never mind. Yeah, no, sorry. I can still, oh, I'm almost there. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, no, I really just keep recording whenever this happens. Those like those are the type of matches that are always really good on paper, and then don't pan out when you actually see them. Like, yeah, I can't imagine. Them, I can't even like count the number of times I've seen like, oh my god, it's this big guy matching up against this big guy, and then the match happens and it's just eh. So. I'm not saying what's going to happen with Wardlow and Hobbs if they actually fought. I'm just saying um, track record's not good for wrestling in general. The thing with them is that if it does happen, if and probably when, let's be, like, it'll happen eventually. Yeah. Like, they're both going to be in the, I would assume, because they're both relatively young, I think, they're both Mm going to be in the company for a long time. Right. So it'll happen eventually. Yeah. No. By that time, they'll probably both have a lot more wrestling experience too. So I don't know. It could probably be pretty good. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm hoping it would be. I'm just like, like I said. I I can't count how many. Also, times they're I've not like giants. That's they're true. big in the realm of AEW, but they're not giants. They're just AEW is a in general a smaller, more athletic company, so right. they stand out more. But like, if they were in WWE, yeah, they're big, but they'd be like just as big as everyone else. Right, that's fair. Like they're um, both like, like Wardlow. I would say I'm. I'm assuming is like basically Roman Reigns size. I honestly and don't know. Yeah. Hobbs. I'm. I'm. I'm assuming Hobbs is basically like Big E size. Yeah, maybe a okay. little taller. That's fair, and if if that is true, then that would make uh, because that Roman Reigns and, maybe Wardlow's uh, more like McIntyre size. Actually, now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. But still, that still is. And we're talking about like six, six, and like six three. I'm guessing, gotcha. or like six four, maybe. We're not which, talking about seven footers here. You know what I mean? Which shouldn't make a difference, but like if you've been watching wrestling for a long time, you just you see it over and over again. It does make a yeah. difference for some reason. Yeah, um, I think it also depends on the people. Um. Oh, I finally remembered what I forgot earlier which is something we should really talk about because kind of an it's a kind of a first uh not necessarily a good one uh big swole leaving aew um oh yeah yeah i i i don't know i it's a weird thing because it's like the first time it's actually happened at least with high profile like i can only think of like one other person that's left voluntarily the rest of anybody else left's been fired for whatever reason um There'll be more, but again, but if you look at it, it didn't seem like she didn't leave with any like anger or anything. No, it's no, she left uh, from what I could gather from like health reasons. Yeah, uh, just made exactly. more sense. But no, it's just, so it's not it's not the same thing by any means. Well, no, what's interesting to me is now that we've like seen someone leave, uh, there's a lot of contracts coming up. Do you think there's like a possibility of other people leaving? Yeah, uh, absolutely. I wonder, like, who do you think's like on the, like, oh, maybe. Well, a lot of like the, honestly, if we're being completely realistic about it, a mm. lot of the like, a lot of the beginning signing people, who were signed before all the like really good talent was available from WWE, releasing them all. Right. Uh, all their contracts are probably coming up right around now, and a lot of them probably won't resign. Which would make sense because a lot of them don't get a lot of don't get like screen time or anything anymore. That's true. Yeah, like TH two and yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. I Which I mean is completely understandable, and I think that's fine. 
I honestly think, and I don't know what they're working towards, but I think if they were to keep their levels, especially for tag teams, like the levels of amount of tag teams they have, they really kind of need a secondary title. They There's just too many people, and there's just no way to have that many teams no. going. Um, yeah. I no, I think we will see. I think we're going to see a lot of the a lot of the early people that don't get time anymore. A lot of them will probably be gone, which honestly I think is perfectly fine. Yeah, because it's not. And I, I don't know, man. People are hardcore like indie fans, mm-hmm. and the, I get it. Everyone has their like indie darling type wrestlers that they love, but like. If they're not, uh, I don't know. Like you have to understand that at a certain point, it, you're hiring. It's not like you're hiring people that like don't have any talent or anything. You know what I mean? Like right. they're like their AEW is clearly putting on like the best product possible, and if you're not getting in there, it's not because they don't. It's it's because you know, realistically, it's because either you're not working hard enough for it or, you know, you're just not at that level. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, it's it's not... I, I mean, that's just how it is. Like, yeah. you, you can't sit there and tell me that, like, like, oh, this is bullshit. Like, how come... I, I don't know. Just pick someone, like, fucking... I'm just trying to think. Uh, like, I don't know. Joey Janela. Let's just take Joey Janela. I love Joey Janela. He's fucking cool. But you can't possibly tell me that, like, oh, how come how come Joey Janela's not having this huge rivalry with, like, Pac and Cody Rhodes right now instead of Malachi Black? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's true. Like, come on. Yeah, no, I I agree. I like George. You know, I really liked because I was watching Dark. I really liked his stuff with Sonny Kiss, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, that's as good as that stuff was. I don't think it was like dynamite level, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, I think. By the way, those two right there, Sonny Kiss and George Nella, could be on that. It's just it's interesting to me I that it's too. like yeah, I think so too. The AEW, I feel like the AEW, um, like Brian Cage for sure is going to be gone. Yeah, no, definitely with like, especially since he hasn't been on TV at all. And, yeah, yeah. Again, I mean, quite this. honestly, you know, it, it's like, oh, I don't want to see all these people go. It's like, really? Like, if you're watching, if you're watching AEW weekly, and you're yeah. really, really enjoying the product, like, are you missing them? Yeah, no, to the point where like, and. and I, this might be bad to say just because I, I feel bad about like the fact that it happened, but in the you just said Brian Cage, that's literally the first time I thought about him. Yeah. In, like it feels like months at this point. Yeah, exactly. And the dude's really, really good. But yeah. like I, but I mean at the same time, like you know, I'm not watching a I'm not watching Dynamite thinking, man. Wish Brian Cage was in this right now. I'm, I'm, th- I'm watching and thinking, Jesus, I love this. Yeah. No. Oh, well, yeah. No. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens because I think a lot of them are coming up in like 2022, um, like early. So I think we're gonna start seeing that pretty soon. It'll be interesting what happens. I'm interested to see if Brian Cage 
because of his size and look that Vince obviously loves, gets an offer to go to WWE at that I don't point. Think so. I, honestly, before all this, before the WWE like rebranding, like reframing of stuff happened, I thought that there was, I thought it was 100% definite. But mm-hmm. now that they're doing the, we are not like, they're basically outright refusing to take people who have previous wrestling talent. Yeah. So because of right, exactly because of that, I don't think there's a chance that he gets signed there. I think more than anything, I think he ends up going either. Most likely, he'll probably go to like Mexico and go to like AAA or something, and he'll probably be doing a lot of work in AAA and stuff. That makes sense because he's been working with them anyway. Yeah, exactly. Well, we'll just have to see what happens. Like I said, maybe he goes to like maybe he does yeah. stuff for like CZW. Um, I think PWG is coming back or is back or something like that. Mm-hmm. So like he'll probably go do PWG stuff maybe because he was like huge there too. I don't know, mm-hmm. but he'll um, be fine. He'll find work. Like, yeah. Well, I think that leaves us with the like pretty much the big thing that's coming up. And the main reason I honestly wanted to um maybe do it on Wednesday is just so we could talk about this fight. We'll just talk about it in the, the future tense. Um Brian Danielson versus Heyman Page. Like I don't think either of us expect him uh Danielson to win. Uh but like what do you think is gonna happen? Like is it gonna be a straight, like clean win? Is no. it gonna be uh some sort of weird shenanigans? No, they for this match in particular, I think they are extremely careful about having. I I don't know. I mean, it's been a little while now. They might have him just straight up lose. It's been long enough. Yeah, no, he's definitely had a winning streak, and there's nothing wrong with like losing to the champ. Yeah. So. Yeah. Maybe. and it would definitely, it would definitely solidify a page. Yeah, it'd be interesting to also see where he would go after a loss. Um, yeah, like there's plenty of places to take him. I'm just curious, like what, because like the the optimal thing would be Omega, but Omega is definitely not coming back that quickly. Right, right. Um, no. So it, was, it does kind of suck because it all kind of feels like a step down. Yeah. Well, but I mean, it happens. That's so no, I'm 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 fucking like going back on what I've said in the past. And yeah. it's fine because every it has to happen. Like everyone you can't be doing like the title match every like you have to do other stuff besides the title match. Right. And by definition, anything below the title should be some sort of step down that's not a something yeah. It's just the title the title. Exactly. Point. So yeah. No, exactly. So yeah. No, I agree. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that makes sense. I didn't because uh, I actually like, I became aware of it after like I thought about it. Um, I wasn't thinking about the fact that FTR had just beaten them for the AAA titles. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the Lucha Brothers getting their win back basically. So that makes more sense that they were trying to disrupt. Yeah. But um, yeah, I did enjoy the. I don't know. Well, it seems like FTR is going to be doing. I actually had the thought while I was watching it that apparently anytime it goes bad with FTR at this point, they're just going to find Steve and beat the shit out of him. They're playing at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm interested to see how that continues to play out. But at this point, this is the second time where something bad happened to them, and their first reaction is to go find Steve and just beat him the fuck up. So. Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably, we're leading, I'm assuming we're probably leading to FTR and then a, an FTR-Sting-Darby rival uh, feud going on, which I'm all the, all okay for. I I truly, truly hope, though, that that ends with FTR on top. Yeah, I'm assuming it has to, because, like, you're as good as I want, as much as I like Darby Allen's things, I have they're not really a tag team. They're not a traditional tag team. Yeah. So you need to have FTR be the winners of that. Right. Especially after FTR just, like, got done losing to the champs. You know what I mean? Like, they they shouldn't be continuing to lose and stuff. They need to, like, get back up. Because they are, for all intents and purposes, like, they are, like, one of the, like, top three tag teams in the company. Like, I truly believe it's, like, at least for me personally, I truly believe that it's Young Bucks, um, Young Bucks, Lucha Bros, FTR, and then everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would I'd say you're pretty, you're pretty much on the money there. They've got some really great tag teams that are younger coming up. But Absolutely. Oh, you know what? Uh, there, there is one other team I would put up. I would put up there. We just haven't seen them do anything recently, which has been. Really upsetting for me personally because I love them to pieces. Is Santana and Ortiz? Yeah, because they, they are out of this world good. I think they're gonna. I think I kind of like they're apparently gonna mix it up with Kingston uh, against Two Point and Garcia. So, yeah, which I, I'm completely okay with that. But you're right as far as like them getting to do like straight up tag team stuff. Um, Yeah, it's it's a little frustrating because like they are like I I truly believe when it comes to like tag team wrestling that they are right on the level with like the Young Bucks, Lucha Bros, and and FTR. Like they are they are right there with them. Like yeah. those four teams are all up at the top. Yeah, they were stuck doing this stuff with, they were stuck, they were stuck doing stuff with like the inner circle, 
American Top Team. <sighs> they were just stuck doing that for a little bit too, which took them out of it. But hopefully, now that that's all done, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping them teaming up with Eddie to go against like 2.0. I'm hoping it's kind of like the start of them getting back into like the tag division. Yeah, I really hope. Before we do that, before yeah. we do that, can we uh, just uh, stop and then start back up just because right. your voice went weird for me? We are ready. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fine for the recording. It just, it just for some reason, it just happens on my phone every once in a while. Your voice just goes weird. Yeah, it happens on my end too, but I don't think it shows up on the recording. I usually check. So, yeah. Um, but um, yeah. So we're basically at the end of our thing where we ask a question. Uh, this week is a pretty. It, it's more of a philosophical question, kind of. <laughs> kind of. Um. More of like the uh, would you rather like bar questions that you know people ask, but it's a good one. It's one I've thought about a few times in my life. Uh, which wrestling personality would you um, have dinner with, alive or dead, if you had the opportunity? And um, I know my answer, um, which I'll get into, but I feel like I'll start with you because I'm more interested to see what you, who you pick. So, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, who so my choice, I do actually think is going to really surprise you mm-hmm. considering how I feel about wrestling. Um, is it an Asian woman? Because that wouldn't surprise me. No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. It is one Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Oh, geez. That did surprise me. Told you. Told you it oh. would. The reasons <laughs> probably won't surprise you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you just go sit there and say, why? I just want, so I want to preface this by saying it would start off by being a very lovely dinner. Yeah. And then there's, it would slowly progress to become an interrogation. There's a um, a very famous steakhouse in New York where he always takes his cronies. So I'm assuming that's the dinner you're having. I am. <laughs> I hope so. But um, yes, it would start off. Because uh, honestly, a lot a, a part of it is ba- I would love to hear his side of basically like how he, and uh, maybe he talks about it in documentaries and stuff. But I want like unfiltered, like complete one hundred percent truth right. of like the grow like basically of him growing the company to where it became and like right. basically the systematic destruction of of like the territories you know and like how he went about basically doing that and like created this wrestling empire you know what i mean no that that makes a lot of sense and just because i've i've done the research that that is a big black hole whenever you do anything about wrestling is yeah. he doesn't think anyone really cares about his story. That, that's something I've heard Bruce Pritchard say. So he doesn't actually, like, he's never had a book that talks about his life. He's never, doesn't really do interviews where he talks about himself. So, yeah, all of that stuff is a huge thing. And, like, 
I, well, did, I, I realized it when I was doing the Montreal Screwjob, because if you research it, you can read a book that talks about it from Shawn Michaels, from Eric Bischoff, from Bret Hart, nothing from Vince, nothing real from Vince. Because well, I was going to say, a part of it is also that I truly, I, I, I think he's partially right, mm-hmm. only because I don't, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear what the, I don't want to hear the public statement of Vince McMahon on it. Right. You know, you know what I mean. Like yeah, no, if he writes you. a book about it, it's only going to be what he wants out there. Right. So it's not going to be the whole truth. I, I, I'm not really entirely interested on that. What I am crazy interested in is just like the unfiltered truth. Right. That's what I, oh my God, I would, I'd, I'd sell my left nut for that, for that experience. I will tell, I mean, this is a, this is me giving a really big recommendation for the people and you, um, if you want to, um, you're not ever probably going to get that from Vince, but if you want the equivalent from Eric Bischoff for WCW, his book Controversy Creates Cash is like, that's what it is. And to the point where like, you think, oh, maybe he is like rewriting history. I've listened to him talk for years since that book came out and he's pretty much always consistent. So if you want at least to know what that would sound like from somebody that was kind of in Vince's shoes, read that book if you've never done it. It's an awesome book. Can I make a quick audible? Yeah, go ahead. I and if this isn't allowed, then fine. I'm tr- I'm rewriting the rules a little bit on the fly. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Can I start the dinner off with three people, uh-huh. and then after I get what I want from them, kick them out and stick with Vince McMahon? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Two. I want to start the dinner. I want to start the dinner with Vince McMahon. Uh-huh. Antonio Inoki and Paco Alonso. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So, obviously, we know Vince McMahon. Right. I want Antonio Inoki in there because he he started New Japan and, you know, basically, like, led New Japan through basically all of its forming years and, and grew that company. So, mm-hmm. and Paco Alonso uh, is basically... Basically that for CMLL. He didn't, he didn't, uh, he didn't found the company cause I was founded by his grandfather, right. but Paco Alonso is the guy basically, um, he took over in 1987 of CMLL and he's basically the one who made it like he, he, he grew it. Right. Like he's so the one who like exactly grew it like into, right. Exactly. So he's the one who like grew it internet kind of like a little more internationally and stuff. Like it was like he was a lot more. He 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 just grew it a shit ton. Okay. Um. So I want to get those, and and I would also sorry it would be a dinner for six people because I would also need an interpreter <laughs> interpreter for Japanese and an interpreter for Spanish. Um, but I want unless they Paco they might know English well enough to where it wouldn't be a problem. But just in case, yeah. I would want the interpreters there. But then right. I just want the three of them to just talk together about about wrestling and about like grow, about growing wrestling and about like the business part of it and like what each of them had to go through and basically for them to like compare notes with each other. Right. I mean that. Yeah, that would be awesome. 
and and for me to just like basically just like be in splooged pants the whole time because there's no way I'm containing my wrestling boner in that situation. Um, but that's what I would want. I would want that for for that conversation yeah. and just listen to all of and just listen to them. I would I would want uh, man. I would want to ask specifically. I would want to ask Paco Alonso why CMLL is so aggressive in like in just like burning bridges. Like if you scorn them once, and I think this was like a family thing in general that they did, but like mm-hmm. you scorn them once and you and you're gone from them, right. you know, like they like this, you know, like the whole thing with Conan, for example, you know, mm-hmm. like basically they thought Conan betrayed them. And because of that, ban- like he was banished and never allowed to be in CMLL ever again. And because of that, he went and basically helped create AAA. (laughs) So like, yeah, that kind of thing. And, you know, and with Antonio Noki, like Japan had other wrestling promotions and stuff, but like not anything like new Japan really. And just like the idea of growing that and like growing that in a country that didn't really, at least from my understanding of wrestling in Japan, Mm-hmm. it wasn't really like that popular and mm-hmm. basically like growing it into what it became you know yeah i honestly don't like i need to do more research on japan i know it became very popular um in the 60s and 70s but i don't actually know how it started because it does feel like when you just think about the because pro wrestling as a thing is actually an american kind of invention yeah. Um, so it's really interesting how it got, you know, sent over to Japan in the first place, and then how it got popular, as popular as it is, is a, is a very interesting thought that I just haven't actually sat down and done the research on yet. Yeah. So, and yeah, so because of that, I would want all three of those guys, and I would just listen. I would just listen. I would make sure someone's there to like type everything down. Right. You know, like how they have those guys in like the courtroom that basically just type everything. Right, I would make sure perfect. someone. I would I would make sure someone's there to do that and just type everything. And then basically once I got all those stories, I would kick Antonio Noki and Paco Alonso out and start my interrogation. <laughs> I mean I would, it's not a yeah, honestly, it feels like a more of a me answer than the one that I've actually come up with. And I'm very impressed by it. Like, nice job, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> I, I've like I've really I've I've really thought about this. Yeah. I desperate like oh man, it's just so it's like all three of those guys, it would just be so interesting. Because they all basically kind of did a similar thing in right. different regions. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. especially I mean, I guess the one difference is like Antonio Noki created the product himself, like he created the company himself. Whereas Paco Alonso and Vince McMahon both like inherited their companies, you know, from their fathers. Right. Yeah. Now that is the big difference. And that is a really a huge and difference. And I would also like to hear the differences in that as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I was about to say. Like the, the, the amount of people that have started wrestling companies that have been able to be passed down is very slim, but the amount of people that have just started one that's lasted is, is also really slim. So, yeah. 
Yeah. No, but, and then um, yeah, like I said, eventually they'd get kicked out, and then right. it would turn it would turn into an interrogation. I would I would hold the light up to Vince McMahon's face, and I'd be like, "Okay, first things first. How <laughs> how do you have a man? How do you have a a wrestling phenom like Keith Lee? I knew it was going to be Keith Lee, <laughs> and." How do you fuck that up? You know how you don't fuck that up by doing literally nothing. Like you know how you did fuck it up by doing something. Uh, like how? anybody else do like a steroid trial or like go like what really happened for Hogan? No, let's talk about Keith Lee. How the hell you thought he was a bear cat? I mean, that's the biggest. I would get to the. I'll get to the other stuff, but like Keith Lee is numero uno. Because that man, had, that man had wrestling, like, re- superstar? like superstar yeah. written all over him. Yeah, like you know that you know that that guy is like ESPN talk show friendly face ready. Yeah, like he easily easily could have been the face of the company. Easily. Yeah, I think, honestly, he's a more athletic Mark Henry. Like, like everything good about Mark Henry, Keefley has that than everything else that you'd want that Mark Henry didn't have. Keefley also has. So, yeah, you're right. Absolutely mind-blowing. But, yeah, so that would be first. I'm also under the assumption that they're under some sort of like lie thing where they can't lie to us and they have to tell us the truth in this in this particular situation. So I would get the truth. Like that's the only way you're having dinner. Otherwise, it's going to be like I don't even know who you pick. But like, if Basically, it's just a regular yeah. dinner, I'm not going to aggravate myself. But right, if no, if it was a regular here, dinner, I would have picked someone else. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's part of the reason that um because like I didn't have the truth field in my head, so my choice is um. Not not anything like that. So, oh, okay. Well, I'm going going under the assumption that they have to tell the truth. So that's why I picked Vince McMahon. Gotcha. Because <laughs> I have more questions for him that I need to know the truth of than like any other person, living or dead. Gotcha. Well, um, but my... yeah, so there'd be that. Uh-huh. Um, I would ask about the steroid stuff, and I I'd ask about Hogan. Um, Can I ask about Montreal, know. too, to figure out what actually really happened? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I would ask about Montreal. I would ask about, I would ask him, you know, how much, how much of a dick was Bret Hart really being? How much of a dick was Shawn Michaels really being? How much of a dick were you really being? Like, One all of it. That I've recently, like, I, I just never thought about, because I'm a horrible person, um, but what I'd really like to know, why the hell didn't he stop the show when Owen Hart had his accident? Yeah. Like, I never thought about it because, like, everybody just never stops their show. But looking back on it after somebody pointed out, I'm like, yeah, they fucking should have stopped the show. Like, like yeah, was... that's something you stopped the show for. Yeah. There's, there's I, just... I feel like death is kind of like the line. Yeah, I don't know what you do. I don't know how you deal with the pay-per-view, but you fucking figure it out. You don't keep going on with the show after... A man has basically died. Like, yeah. I'm, oh man! Be, I always say basically God, so many fucking questions. He was uh, pronounced dead at that point, or until he got to the hospital. But one way or the other. Um, 
yeah, no, that's a good question, especially with the true feel that, that there's really not too many better answers. Um, so my choice is actually was more of a like choice of just having dinner because I would love to talk to this person and and uh, get to know them and to try and figure out what made them so awesome. Um, I would pick Bobby the Brain Heenan. Oh, um, that makes sense. That's a very you answer. Yep, and there's a lot of reasons. One of the reasons is I'm actually very socially awkward. And so I feel like Bobby Heenan's one of those people that would just like sort of build that bridge for me. So I would have to really work that hard. <laughs> That's smart. It's a really good choice. I no, I, I'm, I'm, I like it. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, there's so many things I want to hear about. Like I want to hear the yeah. stories about Andre from him. Um, mm, yeah, 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 for sure. Like the, like what, just sit down like, okay, what really, what's going on with the warrior? Like, You've said that you didn't like him for various reasons. Like, what was happening? Like, why did this happen? Um, yeah, no, there's just, there's so many things. And also, he's just, he's famously funny. Like, yeah. And I will say, I've also kind of stolen it because if, uh, Jim Ross has been asked, asked this question before, and Bobby Heenan was his answer too. So if it's good enough for Jim Ross. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I just, I don't think I need to go too much more detail. It's just, it would be just such a nice, it wouldn't be an interrogation. It'd just be such a nice night and it'd be a chance to meet somebody that I legitimately idolized my whole life. So. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. That's, that's a smart, it's a good, smart choice. <laughs> I Like I said, I know about the true field. If I knew about the true field, oh, there'd be so much more interrogation to be happening. And I, I didn't see that's it. I didn't, I didn't not think about the truth field. So I didn't, I didn't have like a fun idolized answer. I had a, like, this is my one chance to get every answer I can possibly get from this person. Like, who is that person that I need all the answers from? And quite honestly, the person I need answers from more than anyone is Vince. Yeah. I, think like, I need to is- know, I need to know from his mouth why like I have an idea of my in my own mind of why WWE is the way it is today, but right. I want to hear from his mouth directly why. Like I want right. the words to come out of his mouth that he's selling the company. Yeah, they, you, honestly, you could also make a lot of money off your dinner. You got your stenographer right there. You just ask him those questions, and bam. Yeah. You, or you just buy a lot of stock waiting for the Disney sale and then you make a lot yeah, of money. Too. <laughs> that's probably, that's honestly, that's probably more, more what I would do is I'd probably keep it all to myself and then just buy like, yeah, put everything I can into WWE stocks. Also, another thing that I just realized um, as far as like my dinner, which I hadn't thought about, I would also love to talk to Bobby about WCW because I've heard mm-hmm, that he yeah. really didn't like it. And we've both commented on how his quality of commentary goes down. I'd love to know what was going through his mind if there were any good times or if it was all just like, oh, it's just a fucking job at this point. And yeah, for sure. For him. That's good. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah. I wish I had a fun answer. God, now that I think about it, I think I think I came about. I think I had a very good answer, but now now I'm like, that's not a very fun answer. It's a very smart answer. No, it was a very good answer, but you're right. Like it's not like a oh that I'm basically just making myself an interrogation interrogator for a night. Yeah, I mean, um, only for the second half. For the first half, it's like yeah, 
Well, is there any... So is there mm. anything you can think of that, like, you want to hear their stories specifically? Man. Just, we'll continue on, because, like... I think... All my stuff is... Inter- not interrogations, <laughs> but all my stuff is just, like, questions about, like, right. bad stuff now that I think about it. Because, like... The other one, because another thing that popped in my head is like, you know, I'd really like, I'd really like to have dinner with like Carrie Von Eric and just be like, man, what happened? Right. With like, just what happened with your whole family? Like, we know stuff, but like, just really like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like, holy shit. And then another thought that popped into my head was like, I'd really like, I, I would really like to have it with, Bruiser Brody and be like, like, what happened? Yeah, like, right. we kind of know, but really, what happened? Like, why did you go into that, into that um shower? Like, who yeah. fucking stabbed you? Really? Did you not? Did you not think it was a good idea to like not go in there? Right. By the way, I just, yeah. as, as I was sitting here, I just realized if I were going to add two other people to my dinner, again, this isn't making you more serious. I would literally add JR and Tony Schiavone. I think oh, yeah. oh, that would be that'd be a fun night. That'd be awesome. I could definitely um, get more stories out of JR, mm-hmm. but I think uh, Tony's um notoriously doesn't remember shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> if you ever listen to his podcast, he's like, I don't fucking remember why I did what I did then. And whatever. It yeah. <laughs> Man, even, even my answers for like fun answers when I think about why why it's just like I kind of want to ask them about this because like in my head I was like oh I could be like really funny about it and be like oh like I want to have dinner with Alexa Bliss and then like but the first thing that popped in my head was like I really want to ask her about her thoughts about using like Bray Wyatt stuff right <laughs> <laughs> like even when I want to make it fun I'm just like I really want to ask about like like, like, what was it like being what? Like, how did you feel about being Lady Fiend, basically? <laughs> like after you. Asked also, you're very beautiful, but still. Right. Like, like also, I would like to point out that you are just very, very beautiful, and thank you for this opportunity. But like that being said, Lady Fiend, what's <laughs> up with that? <laughs> oh. Yeah. No. I, yeah. Even I, my even my fun answers like that. I'm just thinking of like. Like questions like that. I'm not thinking of like funny stuff. Yeah. No, I I completely understand. Like in a different like if I had the true feel thought in my head, I definitely mm. would have been right there with you. But it's just that I literally just took it at face value. It was like, no, I really want to talk to Bobby. Uh, Maybe. Hmm. Man. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of people who've had just like amazing wrestling like lives, wrestling careers. Mm-hmm. You know, actually, you know what would be a really just thinking about some of the, like a lot of the shit that happened in TNA. Mm-hmm. I would, I would, re- I, I'd love to sit down with AJ Styles. Okay, that would be a good one too. Yeah, because I would, I would love to hear his thoughts about. I would love to know what he what he truly like unfiltered what he truly thought about the um, 
about the gimmick with like the like with the uh like the cheating and everything with like the pregnancy chick right. and all that. You remember that stuff? Yeah, with Dixie Carter and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would love to know how he truly, truly felt about that. I think we kind of know just based on him leaving the company, but, um, right. but like, I would love to know stuff about that. I would love to know what, like, just like his choices and stuff about, like, and I would love to know about, like, more about his early career, you know, just stuff that went on in TNA at the time. Um, yeah, stuff like that. I would love to know how he, like, what really happened, like, what happened with him, like, like, how did he join, like, Bullet Club? Like, how did he join it and stuff like that, you know? And just, like, stories like that. Yeah. Not only like that, fun. but he just seems like a really nice guy. Yeah. No, I, he'd be a really good one to talk to, I think. Um, especially, if, yeah, if you want to know, like, the background of TNA. Um, you know, I just saw somebody that I would like to interrogate. Actually, two people. I, especially putting them together. If I had a true field and I could interrogate two people, yeah, I would true field. I would get Jim Cornette and Vince Russo in the same room. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's juicy. <laughs> and just like let's Dude, really make it, a, make it a fucking four way and get like fucking Bischoff in there. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I could do that to Eric. <laughs> like I like him, the other two. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, you're not was... wrong though. That would be Oh, like, that'd be juicy, dude. I would love to know, like, I would love to really sit down, like, like talk to Russo. I'm like, did you really think all this bullshit you were doing in WCW was going to work? Like, in general, I think Russo would be a great one for the truth field. In general, even, like, like him and Cornette would be together, to, together would be amazing. But even, like, if you take Cornette out, like, Russo alone with a truth field, I think right. would be, like, amazing. Yeah. Like, ask him about Dr. Death. Like, do you really not understand how fucked up it is that you screw? Like, you basically ended Dr. Death's career with the, the Brawl for All? Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I just. No, that's so, a great answer for that. Really good answers. Um, as, as always, by the way, this will on Spotify. There's a uh, feature that lets me ask questions. So I always put that up there. If you want to respond with your answer, feel free. We'll. Talk about them when we get with some responses, but every week we do every week we do chaos and inside. I put the question up to you guys, so make sure you're looking for it. Um, other than that, uh, next week is our Christmas episode, and uh, we've decided to do this uh, December to Dismember, which is an ECW pay per view from 2006. And I still haven't looked it up, but it was at one point the worst selling pay per view in WWE history. I've never actually seen it because it was the worst selling pay-per-view in WWE history. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're going to watch it. We're going to make fun of it. If it is that horrible, that it deserves to be that bad. Um, other than that, yeah, it's, it, I really, I'm just, I've been fascinated by the fact that this pay-per-view bombed so hard. It's sort of what put the death nail in the ECW revival because after that, I think it pretty much ended up um, having to be rebranded into like Raw and SmackDown Light, and it went on for a while, but yeah. it, you know, pretty much killed it as a revival. So, yeah, um, yeah, so that'll be our kind of our Christmas episode, and then the week after that, we'll be back with Castle Ringside, probably more AEW 
um, centric than we've been doing just because it yep. seems like that's a better idea. But I will say that we're never going to completely cut everything else out. If there's big stuff, we'll definitely talk about it. But Absolutely. for the most part, we'll just dive right into AEW from now on just because that's what we like. Um, yeah. Well, it's also more than I, I do want to preface yeah. because I do love me some New Japan. I do yeah. want to preface that it's 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 not just that it's what we like. It's also just what's available that we like. Because like WWE is available, we don't like it. New right. Japan, we like, not really all that available. Right. Stupid time zones. Exactly. Uh, anyway, but yeah, so um, we'll be doing that. And then on December 31st will be uh, Waterworld, which will be awesome. It was awesome, so I hope you guys enjoy it. And um, I'm trying to think. At some point, coming into January, um, we already have our, our – uh, episodes figured out we are doing uh world war three i think it's world war three no oh it's uncensored uh from mm. 1995 which is like one of the worst wcw cage matches pay-per-views ever and, um, <laughs> up, up against that in january is wrestlemania 12 so take your bets on which one's the better wrestling event but i don't it, know it is a lot of like the Keith match. I know you don't feel this way, but I feel it's that kind of bad that it's entertaining to watch. It's such a turn. Yeah. So I know um, that's how you feel. <laughs> well, we'll discuss more when we watch it. Um, right now, the really tentative plan is for DJ Man to be part of that episode. Uh, it depends on how his schedule works out, but we're we're yep. really looking to do that with all three of us for the like horrible triple decker cage match. It so, would be, oh God, it would be so much fun to have like someone who's not a wrestling fan to just see this stupidity and just see their reaction to it. Yeah, like like I said, right now he's a tentative yes, but you know his schedule is not nearly as flexible as ours, so sometimes shit yeah. happens. So, but either way, completely understandable though. Like, yeah. one day maybe we will have lives, and then our schedule will have to be worked around as yeah. well. I fucking hope so. <laughs> like I said, my my actual plan is for this to become the thing, and then I don't have to work around it. I can just do this. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. It would be, wouldn't it? Uh, if you want to help us with that dream, please tell a friend about the show. Uh, yes, like and please. Subscribe. <laughs> uh, feel free to leave a review. I don't I don't know a lot about the iTunes thing, but I know reviews can help boost our visibility. And uh, yep. visibility yeah, is that's usually how it works. Time. So, um, also leave feedback. Like, if yeah. if there is something, like if there's something you don't like, maybe you just type in there, like, "Hey, I would love to see you guys be more of assholes." Right. Granted, easy can do. <laughs> I do worry about that sometimes. I'm like, do we like do we do enough to be? I'm not saying controversial, but do we do enough to like? Not just be, you know, overly everything's awesome. You yeah. don't. But I, I try to balance it out. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I wasn't bringing my full, like, just dickishness. Uh, actually, I did realize that. I just, I find it annoying when people dump on shit for no apparent reason. So, um, well, so I, I feel like, I, I feel like the shit, at least that I dump, uh, dump on, is, is for a reason. Yeah. So, so I feel like, I feel like between the two of us, we have a nice balance. But if you want to hear me complain more, believe me, I can do that. I just choose not to. Um, well, 
I'll say this. I think the stuff that you're able to complain more on is stuff that realistically we shouldn't complain more on. And <laughs> the stuff I complain more on is stuff that is okay to complain more on. Listen, you know I have controversial views about women's wrestling. We're going to let it go. I'm allowed to like what I like. Um, other than that, no, you're, you're, you're not allowed to like what you like. That's 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 the whole point of today's world. Uh, anyway, so if you have any other comments or concerns or just want to ask questions or whatever, you can uh, write us at chaospodshow at gmail.com. You can uh, follow the show at chaospodshow on Twitter. Follow me at lastgilchrist1. Uh, thanks to Eric Bowman for our theme song. Other than that, I think that's all the business for tonight. Did you have anything else you need to add, buddy? Uh, just that, all joking aside, uh, we do appreciate anyone that listens to us and you know we do we are any any sort of comment or like any sort of interaction whether it be positive or like some sort of constructive criticism uh aside from just like all out like raging um is more than welcome and we really do appreciate it and yeah we 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 love interacting with people so if anyone wants to interact with us you know just please please do yeah. Uh, and we, we definitely love you guys. Well, have a good night, everybody. We will see you uh, on Monday. Deuces. Stop.